The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Going In Raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest-growing, highest-rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Fox, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendan, Steve here. And Larson. Hey, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson and available wherever fine podcasts can be found. Give whatever you listen to us on. Subscribe to Going In Raw. Name some places. Apple iOS podcast app. That's like 99.99% of our, of our podcast goes to Apple iOS. It's very popular. Uh, Stitcher Radio. Mm-hmm. Castbox. Yes iHeart Radio. Spotify. Google oh, yeah. Spotify. Yeah, we're on Spotify. Google Play. People we're, love Spotify. We're all over the place. We're everywhere. Uh, we're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. If you want to watch Going In Raw ad free, $1 a month on the Patreon it's gets the you the only place you can do it. It's the only place. You can do, you can do what? Get it ad free? our show ad free. That is correct. Uh, and it's a dollar a month. That's all it takes. And then uh, we also have a $5 reward tier. Yeah, you get the $1 stuff, which is ad-free content. Yeah. Plus, you get a 30-minute post-show every weekday, post-show yay or nay. Um, you get early access to Matt Chat. Am I forgetting something? Probably. $5 a $5 tier is a great value. $10, you get a signed postcard from us and all the other stuff. 20 all the other stuff, plus the comic book. 50 all the other stuff. Plus a T-shirt, two hundred thousand dollars. You get all the other stuff, and I two sweets too. Uh, and then we're going to be updating that very soon. We're going to have some clever reward tiers. The six dollars and sixty-six cents. Six hundred sixty-six dollars. Nobody's going to do unless you're like a rich Saudi prince. Nobody's going to kick in six hundred sixty-six dollars. It only takes it only takes someone doing it once. <laughs> and for what? For us to get six hundred sixty-six. Us to be happy. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we're there, and then we're uh, also, of course, at the Frendo Market. We still have plenty of uh, the Chicago shirts, not all the sizes. I think all the XLs have been have been taken. Spoken for. There's one There's one image, and then look, the shirts. More images. Like a couple of jackasses wearing shirts right there. Hey, aren't we doing a sale for this tomorrow? Yeah, that's right. Everything's uh, 25 bucks. Yeah, 25 bucks at friendomarket.com. Friendomarket.com. And while we stream, uh, Fighting Spirit unleashed our reactions to that also tomorrow, Sunday. We'll be reading the names of anybody who procures themselves uh, merchandise from our merch store. I'll do one better. Anybody who procures merchandise from friendomarket.com or prowrestlingtees.com because we get notifications for that too. I will give you guys a shout out on the show. Prowrestlingtees.com forward slash going in raw or friendomarket.com. Anyways, we're not here to ramble on about us, Larson. No, let's talk about uh, wrestling other than WWE wrestling. Yeah, this is the Saturday show. So it's wrestling. So I want to, a, a quick, before we get in, into the wrestling, uh, something related to the show kind of. I kind of want to change up the intro for this show separate from the intro from the other shows. So any non-WWE wrestlers out there that like we kind of know of? Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. Or at least heard their name. Get a, get a, just get name and you're watching Going In Raw. And then I'll cut together a new intro. Yeah, that'd be fun. If you guys are doing any meet and greets with like, you know, the elite. Yeah. Or not the elite. Or anybody impact. There Matt, you go. Nick Jackson do this. Doing we'll the Young Bucks pose. Raw. That'd be swell. That'd be awesome. Send it to the show. It's kind of a ripoff of the Botchamania idea because he has like every episode he's got like a different wrestler saying you're watching Botchamania. But we'll just have like a well, bunch well, of I mean, them. It, we've been doing this for a while too, you know. <laughs> I love Matthew. He's great. Oh, he's fantastic. We should have got an intro from him. Yeah, we should have. Mm. We talked to him at a uh, Starcast. Starcast. Yeah. yeah. Love that guy. Yeah, he's a good dude. 
So, New Japan Fighting Spirit Unleashed predictions. Uh, first of all, let's talk about this Fighting Spirit Unleashed. The card itself was actually released just a couple days ago. It was like Tuesday, Monday? Something like that, yeah. Yeah or nay? Uh, fi- what, the, the overall? On that card. Yeah or nay? I mean, there's stuff that I'm excited to check out. It's a big fat nay, dude. Come Osprey on. versus Skrull. It's a nay. I mean, I wouldn't, I'm not upset that we're not going to it. Okay, yeah, me neither. But I'm excited to watch some of some of these matches on uh, while sitting back there, talking to our friendos, and tossing back a couple cold ones. Oh man, for sure. Because uh, uh, Osprey versus Skrull, that's gonna be awesome. That's gonna be great. Young Bucks versus Gorilla's Destiny, that'll really be really good. good. Yeah. Uh, Juice versus Cody has potential to be pretty interesting. Should be good. Uh, Okada and Ishii versus Golden Lovers, that'll be outstanding. It's Okada, yeah. And it's the Golden Lovers. And you got this whole thing within Chaos. You don't know where Ishii's going to fall in terms of his allegiances, whether it be to uh, Balloon Okada or Switchblade. We don't know. So there's that intrigue. Plus, it seems like since Kotobushi beat Kenny in the G1, (coughs) that should yield some sort of title opportunity for Kotobushi. Maybe they'll plant the seeds during this match. Who knows? This match should be technically excellent carries a lot of intrigue going into it um start laying the groundwork for what we're going to see at wrestle kingdom i think it's all going to happen in that main event for all four of these gentlemen is it weird that they announced this card like minutes before the show starts yeah i don't know it's weird weird, right yeah it's like did they just give up on the card or something i don't know the impetus for that is you know i I wonder sometimes since like especially this stretch of the year where they have the destruction shows now this uh, inserted into the calendar, plus King of Pro Wrestling, plus Power Struggle. Yeah, there is a worry that if they announce cards, for example, this show, which is just what a week after uh, Destruction in Kobe, mm-hmm. that they're going to potentially spoil something that might happen there. Mm-hmm. And the reason they announced any uh, matches for the uh, King of Pro Wrestling card is because they don't want to spoil things that might happen here. Mm. I mean, that's optimistically how I view it. Thinking they just want to, you know. Keep some things close to the, close to the the chest. No, so I no, so they I, don't spoil potential storyline. No, I, I, oh yeah, okay, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's good. Uh, we're gonna do predictions first. Or we're gonna talk about other stuff first. Um, one other thing I, we could talk about New Japan wise that uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi did an interview with uh, New Japan. Was that picture of him on the cover of Rolling Stone fake or real? I don't know, but it was outstanding. Yeah, it was really cool. It was great. It looked like one of the 70s covers, too, because it had like the warm film-type yeah, awesome. um, aesthetic to it. Anyways, so he had this interview with New Japan. I didn't put any uh, quotes in here directly, but uh, um, the, the gist of it was is that he was he's not like anti this American expansion, mm-hmm. but he uh, wants to do New Japan shows in the States. Yeah, right. Which seems to be, uh, in some ways, a response to what... Kenny Omega said just this past week, um, saying that he just wants to have best matches. He's best bout machine. Best bout machine. So he should be main event. Yeah. So we have this war of words going on between Tanahashi and Omega. It's going to be our Wrestle Kingdom main event. Yeah. It should be awesome. Um, And it's interesting that they're just developing at least the early part of this feud strictly through social media interviews and, and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. There really hasn't been, as far as I know, any sort of face-to-face confrontation yet. But it is kind of playing out roughly how I thought it might have, where you have Kenny saying, no, I'm the new face of New Japan Pro Wrestling. I'm the future of wrestling. I have this vision. I want to follow through on it. Um, Tanahashi, you're an old fart. You don't know what wrestling today is all I about. Wish he, I literally wish you would call him an old fart. Um, whereas Tanahashi... You are an old fart. <laughs> <laughs> whereas Tanahashi, you know, he, 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 he loves himself some classic traditional New Japan pro wrestling. Yeah. Um, he thinks that uh, the, the shows put on here in the States, while fine, aren't a true representation of what New Japan pro wrestling is all about. Yeah. So we already have that dynamic. We'll see how it plays out um, going forward. Let's do our predictions, Steve. All right, sounds good. Predictions number one. One predictions. Uh, first, Taguchi Japan versus Rapongi 3K. Now, Taguchi Japan is being represented by uh, Jushin Thunder Liger, Taguchi, and ACH. I'm going with Rapongi 3K. All right. Because I can't stand Taguchi Japan. I know. I love, I like Jushin Thunder Liger, but he's kind of on a, he's really old. He's um, a legend, though. I can't stand Taguchi. He's the most dad humor wrestler there is. 
And I, while I find some of his antics funny, like the pitching the ball thing, like the baseball stuff, yeah. that's relatively amusing. The hip attack kind of makes me smile. I can't stand it. Because he's attacking someone with his rear end. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know why they call it a hip attack. No, it's, 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 it's quite obviously yeah, it's butt one's, one's buttocks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're right, though. Rapongi 3K kind of has to go over. They should go over. They're the flipping future wrestling. Those guys are amazing. Yeah, they're really good. Really good. Next. So it's it's the show yo and the director, Rocky Romero. Correct, the, correct, correct. The CEO. What else does he call himself? CEO, I think. Yeah, nice. Uh, uh, producer, too. He does the producer, beats. Producer, yeah. He does, does the, the beats. Yeah. Dope beats. Yeah. Uh, next, we have The Addiction. SCU. Versus Bullet Club, uh, Hangman Page, and the crown jewel, Chase Owens. Oh, no. You can't. You never bet on Chase Owens. SCU. Chase Owens in this match to eat a pin. <laughs> exactly. I wrote your pick for you before you made it. I SCU. appreciate that. SCU. Next up, Jeff Cobb, uh, potentially future champion of television, Chris Saban. Yes. And Flip Gordon versus uh, what chaos members are we looking at We're here? We're looking at uh, Hiroki Goto. Oh, Breda and Chucky e. T. Oh, uh, the presence of Flip Gordon. But he's not facing off against any Bullet Club members. Goto and Best Friends. I'm going to say this. Jeff Cobb's been making an, uh, an impact in, not impact, in, uh, in Ring of Honor. It's been great. I, mean, I watch Ring of Honor TV. We're talking about in the next segment. Yeah. Um, he's been interrupting the top prospect tournament, which is hilariously, it's so bad. I don't know. I know, I know that Ring of Honor wrestlers, like prominent ones, have come out of top prospect tournament. But I don't know if they do that anymore because every time I see it, because I'm trying to watch Ring of Honor more often these days, the TV. Mm-hmm. Like literally today, Friday, when we taped this, <laughs> I watched Ring of Honor TV. So I'm going to try to do that on a weekly basis. The, their prospects are goofy. Yeah, They're so goofy. Hmm. And he's been coming out and interrupting them. And this week he said, this tournament is over. He, and he didn't mean popular. He meant it's done. Yeah. Right? I suspect... That they're maybe grooming Jeff Cobb as a potential Elgin 2.0. Maybe. I'm right. going to say Cobb is the guy that, to pick up the pin here. Yeah, I'll go with Team Cobb too. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, I'm happy with this pick because I freaking love Jeff Cobb. Oh, he's outstanding. He's great. Uh, next, we have LIJ, Tetsuya Naito, Sonata, and Evil taking on uh, Suzuki Gun representatives, Zack Sabre Jr., Lance Archer, and Davey Boy Smith. Sadly, no Minoru Suzuki on this card. <gasps> You see that shirt of his? I don't know if it's a restock or what. Yeah, it was on earlier. I might up. try to get it. It's great. So I was thinking of doing a, a an homage shirt, but with your face. All right, I'll, I'm I'm over here. Yeah, no two sweets or something like that. Yeah, I don't that's know. good. Not gonna happen. I thought it was something like that too. Be good. Yeah, no, I'm on board with that. All right. Uh, Naito. Well, Minoru Suzuki's not there, so Lij. Naito's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Suzuki's yeah. not there, so Lij will win. Yeah, true. We have to split on one of these, though, man. It has to come down to one match, at least. Ooh, oh, yeah, this one's tough. Osprey versus Skrull. So this is for the tournament thing. Kushida beat Bushi, Bushi. at uh, Destruction in Kobe. So I'm, it's got to be Osprey, right? Because I'm still holding that hope we're going to get Pac versus Osprey at Wrestle Kingdom. Osprey wins <laughs> the finals of this tournament at King of Pro Wrestling after the match. Pac comes down, beats him up, grabs the mic, and his best mean Neville voice challenges for a match at Wrestle Kingdom. Boy, oh boy. How awesome. I'm picking Osprey. We're in America, so the... I'll go with Skrull just to split. All right. Um, I, your, your scenario is cool. It may work, but I'm not even sure Neville is gone from the WWE. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure that either. But so no, I like that. I like that. And on top of that, before Osprey got injured and had to take some time off, I mean, he was killing it. He was killing it, and they were really high on him. Mm-hmm. Um, Skrull versus okay, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll say Skrull just to split. Skrull versus Kushida be a, like a good technical match. Who won? Uh, Osprey won their last one, didn't he? Yeah, his first After game. not being able to win a lot against Skrull, I'm going to say they revert a little bit and go back to Skrull right. with this one. All right. All right. All right. Next, the Young Bucks 
taking on the Gorillas of Destiny. It's got to be Young Bucks, if right? If this was in Japan, I'd, I'd give it to Gorillas of Destiny. Yeah. But this has to be the Young Bucks because this is like, although it's not exactly special anymore. They, they're, you know, they're out here all the time. Yeah, I know. But Young Bucks it is for both of us. Yeah, it's got to be Young Are the Young Bucks, uh, is this for tag championships? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're the champions still. Uh, you next. know what? I'll split on this too. Grills of Destiny. They pick up the titles. Um, yeah, I say they pick up the titles. All right. Next for the United States Championship, Juice Robinson, your champion, versus Cody. Juice has got to win this, right? Yep. yep. Cody's not going to be NWA and A title. No. Right? He can't be US and NWA. No. Nope. It's got to be Juice. I'm looking forward to that match, though. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I think it'll be good, too. I think both these guys, especially when they have, like, Cody's been killing it lately, merging, sort of melding, like, taking his character in the ring work stuff to the next level. Mm-hmm. Like, his storytelling is really good. Yeah. So, I think this is going to and Juice is really good. Yeah. This will be a good match. All right. Main event, uh, Okada and Tomohiro Ishii versus the Golden Lovers. You are an old fart. The Golden Lovers will go over here. Yeah, Golden Lovers going over. Okada's still in a free fall. Yeah, he, just, he needs to reach rock bottom. And this could be like Jay White coming out and stabbing him in the side yeah. on the sly. Yeah. And then him running off. No, Okada we will, we gets will, pinned while will, holding his, yeah, his guts in. Yeah, we will see Jay White during the course of action here, whether it's during the match or afterwards. Jay White will get involved. Maybe Tomohiro Ishii will declare whose side he is on. I might wear my Switchblade shirt. You know, Lacey got me one oh, of those ages ago. I didn't know that. And I just never really wore it. His merch is pretty cool. I freaking love Switchblade, man. Oh, he's great. Um, and I'm sure this will this will shore up uh, the chances, which are seeming near certainty that we're going to get Okada versus Switchblade at Wrestle Kingdom. Mm. And when Okada loses, unfortunately, mm. that's his rock bottom because oh. not only will he lose a match, he will probably lose Chaos. Oh, yeah. And then he's completely on his own yep. while well, him and his balloons. That'd be something else if he sort of transformed into like a nouveau Shibata. You know, because Shibata was factionless also, mm-hmm. just the wrestler, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was just Okada in a balloon. Mm-hmm. Then he just starts destroying people. He goes away for, like, he goes on excursion. Yeah. But, like, to a cave and to fight bears in a yeah, cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just rainmaker after rainmaker over these bears. Yeah, vision quest. Yeah, vision, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Comes back. Oh, man. Oh, but and we saw just, Okada reborn at Wrestle Kingdom. <coughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah, yeah. Angel's wings. Yes. Literal. Glowing skin. Literal. Yeah. Oh, man, just doling out Rainmakers. Yeah. Comes in, Rainmakers, everything. Yeah. Anyways. That's a good story. Let's talk about Ring of Honor. We got a... Okay, so here's the funny thing. Because Ring of Honor is so damn intent on having their pay-per-views, Friday nights, we're filming this on Friday because we're not going to come in on a Saturday to do this shit. No way. No, we we enjoy our weekends. (laughs) Yeah, man. Except for an occasional Sunday. <laughs> so uh, I think Bell is in about three hours. Yeah, from if right you want to see our predictions, our, our ill informed predictions, watch yesterday's Friday show. Yeah. But we and don't know what happened. We didn't even get it its own segment. We, it was during the question segment. <laughs> during the question segment. Because I was going to say And Adam Mayhem was here. Yeah. So it's somewhere in there. Yeah. Look around like the 40 minute mark. You can probably right. find it somewhere in there. Regardless. Uh, sadly, we won't have any death before dishonor fallout because True. the show hasn't happened yet. True, um, but we can't talk about other Ring of Honor news, Steve. Uh, if you will, give us the results from TV. Oh yeah, yeah, I got those here. Let's take a look. So, like I said, I've been I'm I'm my Friday mornings. I'm gonna start watching Ring of Honor TV before I come in. I didn't get a chance to do it this Friday, but I'm hoping next Friday I'll start watching Lucha Underground. And again, that's about five morning. days late because it. It airs on the Fight TV app on Monday, and we're not, we don't, and you're not going to see this till Saturday. So it's a late review on on Ring of Honor TV. But I love, I love watching the TV shows of this stuff because it gives you the little details, mm-hmm. like the Ring of the top pros, the top prospect tournament. Um, it kicked off with the boys versus best friends. Oh. Um, and I mean, it's it's the cool thing about Ring of Honor. I mean, you know, obviously Ring of Honor is known for good wrestling. So all these matches, there was only let's see, one. Look at that. That's great. That's awesome. It all just disappeared. Um, we had some internet trouble today. <laughs> yeah, but this is on my freaking. No, I know. So annoying. Uh, so yeah, it kicked off with uh, uh, best friends versus uh, the boys. Best friends did go over. Cool. It was like, uh, God, what's, do you know what, what's Chuck, 
what's Chuck Taylor's uh, finishing move called? It's like a pancake something or another. Wasn't the awful waffle? Yes, the awful waffle. Yeah. That's great. Uh, so uh, uh, Beretta was hitting his dude buster. They were the legal. He was the legal guy on one of the boys. I don't know. I can't tell part. Uh, on one of the boys getting the pin while Chuck Taylor to keep the other guy away just delivered an awful waffle. It was great. They won. They hugged. They did the Okada hug thing. Oh, that's great. Uh, then we had, um, I know there is a top prospect tournament bout. Uh, and uh, uh, Jeff Cobb came to interrupt it. These two guys, though, like, I, I asked Adam Mayhem, because one of the dudes claimed to be from Puerto Rico. And so I asked Adam Mayhem, who obviously knows everybody in Puerto Rico, because that's where he's from. I asked him, I said, uh, do you know who this guy is? His name is Dante Caballero from Puerto Rico. Adam Mayhem's response was, uh, no fucking idea. And then a Conor McGregor gif of who the fuck is that guy? And then, he's, and then Adam Mayhem claims he probably never even lived in Puerto Rico, and he says he's Puerto Rican to give himself an identity. <laughs> he says, and you can tell because they have to dress so stereotypical, no one dresses like that in Puerto Rico. <laughs> <But> he, <laughs> That's his honest assessment of this guy. So anyways, they're having a match. The other guy looked like straight out of the undercard from Championship Wrestling in Arizona, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe he was. Um, Jeff Cobb comes out and starts throwing bodies. Oh, awesome. He just starts throwing everybody around. It's fantastic. It was great. Then he got on the stick and said, uh, the crowd was chanting Cobb, Cobb, Cobb. And he said, this tournament is over. Um, and then the, and then there was, uh, there was a lot of recaps because it was the go home to yeah, death yeah, before yeah, dishonor. Yeah. So they recapped, uh, Sumi Sakai, uh, and Tanil Dashwood, who's still just so timid on the mic. You know, there's no like fire there. It's all just, oh, I'll take that as a challenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a lot of recaps. And then the main event was Bully Ray and Silas Young versus no no that's right there was a great Kenny King versus um Hangman Page match ooh which was great and saw Kenny King win after like a series of roll up attempts but it was like the match was great there was one awesome bit so Kenny King is doing this gimmick coming off the bachelorette mm-hmm. where he's like party guy kind of oh all right and so he comes out with like some inflatable pool toys oh that's cool one of, and and there was this great bit where Hangman suplexed him or gave him some yeah i think it was a suplex on um, one of the inflatable toys, and Kenny King sold it like it was like a, oh, a bed of nails or something, that's you know, thumbtacks. Um, so that was really good, and uh, and then there My was, goodness. and I know I don't know what's going on here. Is there anything else that happened? Yeah, the, like the main event was a tag match. It was Bully Ray and Silas Young versus. Oh man, I forget who. Oh, Jay Lethal and another guy. I forget who it is though. Um, God, I forget his name. Uh, and the bad guys went over. Yeah, right. they got the pin on the guy whose name I can't remember. All right, and that was just sort of to set them up. Mm-hmm. Crap! Given that they stood tall. Yeah, if I'd known that, I would have picked the uh, flip and uh, Colt. Colt Cabana. Yeah, yeah. What a drag! Good on me for remembering yeah. that stuff because my internet on my phone even went down. Yeah, kind of internet troubles over here. In other Ring of Honor news, uh, you mentioned Hangman Page earlier. He gave an interview with the local CBS affiliate in in, uh, Chicago. And when asked about uh, what their plans were, him and the other members of the elite, when all their contracts are up, he had a lot to say, so I'll say some of it. He says, quote, I think as a collective, as a group, we may have... We have been able to change wrestling. I think as a group, we were really onto something. And I think we want to continue this. It would be a real disservice to everyone who has supported us and got us to this point if we were to abandon what we've built. It certainly doesn't mean we can't involve and change, and it should, and it will. But I feel like we have too much of a good thing going to try to abandon it. Jonathan Gresham. Oh, okay. That was the guy. And we all know that collectively we have more leverage than we ever had, more than anyone else has had in a very long time. I think what we've built is not necessarily bound to where we work. A lot of what we built, and really, I feel like the most feedback that I get is from doing stuff with being the elite, which could conceivably happen <coughs> anywhere. It could happen. Uh, you catch my drift, so I don't yeah. want to, at any point, rule anything out. 
Um, I think right now we still got some time and we're all just kind of weighing our options together. So what we end up doing, whether it's still as a group, as I kind of expect it and hope it to be, or whether it's something different, I think at the end of the day, when it comes time, it's going to be the best thing for us and I think for our fans. All right. So he's like, look, whatever they do, I will do. They go to the WWE, I'll go too. I'm with them. That's basically what he's saying. Good job. But I like the idea that he had this being the elite crew who realize who 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 fully realize their position, the leverage they have, and especially the leverage they have together versus individually. Um, and you know, you expect to a certain extent they can name their price. Yep. Um, and if they guess who's got the most money? Yeah, but well, I don't know if Sinclair money. If is, Sinclair wants to start taking Ring of Honor seriously, yeah, Sinclair. Um, but I don't know if money is the end all be all for any of them. I think it's money is nice, but I think it's the opportunity to continue to do what they think um, they're doing now, which Buddy, is revolutionized pro wrestling. If money got Shawn Michaels out of retirement. Well, they're, they're not going to see Shawn Michaels at, at, at uh, Crown Jewel type money. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe a couple oh, of them. Oh, yeah. I wonder how much that is. <laughs> I don't know. Five million? Ten? That's got to be a ton. It's got to be a ton. Five million dollars. Maybe. To be in a tag match. Yeah, man. With your best friend. Your bestie. You're dope. It's got to be something else. Anyways, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how things play out beginning of 2019. Oh, sure. Um, where everybody goes, I'd still be really surprised if they went to WWE. This feels mm. like they have a lot more to do, um, whether it be in Ring of Honor, New Japan, join up with Billy Corgan, do something awesome with NWA. Who knows? Yeah, I. If, if it wasn't for Cody always talking about how he can't possibly creatively see himself in WWE, I'd be a little bit more lax on the topic. But I don't know. Leverage is leverage, man. If he says, which nobody's really ever had a blank a blank checkbook in the creative book. You know, mm-mm, mm-mm. nobody's ever had that. And that's, I don't see them getting no, but Vince you know. will toss all sorts of money, but he's not ceding control in the least. I don't think so. No. So I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Um, I do have, uh, you have impact results. I have impact. Results. You are Mr. Impact here on going in raw. Please fill us all in on what happened. On you know, impact. man, this I, is the time of the part of the show where I get to do nothing. I'll show you. I got to show you the, the, the promo. It, it's worth it for Moose's promos alone. I freaking love Moose. I think oh, he's, he's great. Best. He's the best. Anyways, let me bring in my impact notes. This is brought to you by Cage Side Seats, I think. <laughs> Let's see here. Impact Wrestling. Here we go. Where are I getting this from? SB Nation is doing this. Oh, Cage Side Seats. Okay, good. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, you did watch Impact, yes. Listen, here, here's the great thing. So, here's the great you thing. You watched Impact, right? Yeah, I watched it last okay. night. It was great. I just didn't take any notes. <coughs> I don't know why Impact was great last night, dude. Did Pentagon Jr. win the title again? Because there were two, not one, two stars from Triple A. Ooh, who? They were filming in Mexico. Dr. Wagner Jr.? No. Not interested. Fabi Apache. I mean, she's good. She's great. She's really good. She might be my new favorite. I looked for merchandise from her last night. Couldn't find any. Really? Did you look at Jeff Jarrett's store? (laughs) No, I didn't. Check that out first, because that's where I found the mad t-shirt. And Murder Clown. Who's going to be fighting Joe Hendry next week, man? I'm telling you. Clown's fine. I'm telling you. Call me when Dr. Wagner Jr. is on Impact. Maybe I'll pay Will attention. Will that make you pay it? Because there's a chance next week. They keep with those. See, here's the thing that I love about Impact now. I was telling this to Adam May earlier. And I mentioned this before, to be honest with you. When they, each time they go into a different territory to steal other fans, mm-hmm. you get the feel of those other territories. And it's like watching the Anthony Bourdain of wrestling. You get a feel for the other territory. That's what's great about it. Cause like, it looks different. The ring is massive in Mexico. And at first I was like, is that just a lens that they're using? Are they, are they doing the, the six side ring since they're doing triple A stuff? No, no, I didn't mean it just has an extra side. Um, I, meant, actually, I think, I think the six side ring is actually smaller. Take the normal ring and just cut the corners off. Yeah. I think you're probably right about that. No, and so, because the first match was Tessa Blanchard versus Fabi Apache. Oh, that's probably really good. Yeah, it was really good. And I was looking, I was like, it looks like they're on an acre of land. And so I texted Adam May and was like, are the rings in Mexico bigger? This might be a stupid question. Are they bigger? And like the rope is higher. And granted, they're, you know, the women and they're a little shorter, 
than like the men. But even the ref looked like he was swimming in it, you know? Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, they're like 22 feet as opposed to the WWE, which is 20. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, slightly larger, yeah. And so it's those little differences mm-hmm. that kind of make the difference. Anyways, uh, Tessa beat Fabi Apache, who had beat, um, I think, Alicia, Ed, Alicia Edwards last week yeah, to get the, right. the shot. But then after uh, the match, uh, Taya Valkyrie showed up on the big screen, speaking a little bit of Espanol, and then called out Tessa and said, you beat a lot of people, but you ain't beat me. Mm. So uh, that's going to be set up for, I think, Bound for Glory. Yeah, when is that? I don't know. A couple weeks? A week? Two okay. weeks? Okay. Something? I don't know. It might say here in the thing. Maybe we should live stream that and see if that's that's a, a way for me to get into Impact. That'd be beautiful. That'd be that'd be great. Let's get, let's get a date for that and, and see if we can lock that down. I love it. I think that's a great idea. Uh, let's see here. Um, yeah, so uh, Tessa went over with, uh, oh, Buzzsaw DDT for the one, two, three. Uh, let's see here. Um Got that. Uh, Johnny Impact uh, was talking to Eddie Edwards backstage because uh, they were going to be in a tag team match against Austin Aries and Killer Cross. Another guy who I got to see one of his promos finally, and he's really good too. I, I think could he's see in him. Lucha Underground now. Oh, okay. All right. See, I got to start watching Lucha Underground too. Yeah, I'm going to start watching it again. Um, OVE cut. Uh, they did a promo on the big screen um, claiming that the, you'd, you'd actually get a kick out of OVE a bit more than you know. Because they do this thing where, like, Sammy Callahan talks to his little camcorder for the promos, and then uh, Jake Christ is behind him. He doesn't know what Sammy Callahan's going to say because it's all like, can't say it's not scripted. Yeah. But he's trying to, like, mimic him in the background, and it's both distracting and very entertaining mm. at the same time. Mm. Uh, he calls Jake Christ um, the little draw, and he said, Tonight you're going to be taking on Brian Cage. So you can become the medium draw. And at first he was excited at the prospect of becoming the medium draw. But when he said the word Brian Cage, he freaked out. And then Dave Chris was sitting there and he just started laughing at him. It's a, it's a fairly interesting dynamic OVE has. Um, after that, Eli Drake was out on the streets of Mexico, in, in Mexico. Mexico City is where they were. Um, and he kept on saying Tonto C at people. But he's very timid about it because he didn't want to. <laughs> whatever the consequences of that could be going around saying stupid yes or dummy yeah the way you know he does um so that was kind of funny because it's like that dude is obviously being very careful and he looked like a jackass with a really bad eli drake shirt on oh my goodness uh after that we had jake christopher's brian cage of course brian cage uh one uh let's see here um uh yeah with his drill claw uh after that, OVE attacked Brian Cage. Uh, the lights went out. And then when they come back on, Dave Christ is missing, except for his hat. On the big screen, your guys, the Lucha Brothers, have him tied up in a chair, and they super kick him to the ground. Nice. That's it was cool. Great. And then they cut back to Sammy. He grabs Dave's hat and says, no! It's all very entertaining stuff. Uh, let's see here. After that, they had an Austin Aries uh, Killer Cross and Moose promo, which was great. <laughs> Aries said, hey, guess what, the Texan? You lost last week, blah, 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 because Tejano, yeah. the Texan. <laughs> um, Killer Cross claimed that he was going to make Johnny Impact, Johnny Neck Brace. That was fairly entertaining. Uh, after that, uh, Grado and Joe Henry bit, where they are introduced to Murder Clown. They've got this storyline where the female friend of Grado's Katarina Joe Hendry is trying to like I don't know it's like a weird love triangle thing mm. I've been kind of half paying attention it's, it's resulted in a bunch of Joe Hendry music videos well, that's, that's always a good thing yeah it's all great uh, let's see here after that uh, okay so one thing about Impact they use a lot of uh, in camera lingo DSLRs yeah which to make them the, the segments look good um, you know you want things in focus yeah they don't use autofocus. Mm. Um, they probably got like one of these Sigma Prime lens or something yeah. where they have to do it manually. And so a lot of their stuff can sort of drift in and out of focus, yeah. which sometimes is good if you're mainly in focus. But this, the, there is a Scarlett Bordeaux interview where she made this announcement about she's issuing a global talent search maybe to manage some sort of new mm. wrestler, mm. right? But a lot of it was really out of focus. Oh, bummer. And it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of weird. Uh, after that, we had uh, the Desi Hit Squad versus LAX. Uh, this was actually a really good man. LAX puts on just really oh, man, fantastic. They're awesome. They're really good. 
Um, and yeah, so they it won. Like a packed episode. Uh, yeah, they pack these things full, man. Uh, LAX went over uh, on the big screen on the Tron. Uh, Eddie Kingston was up there with uh, the OG. You love Eddie Kingston. Talking some trash. See, that's the best thing about Impact. It chips away at you until it brings you in. Yeah. Um, he's talking some trash. He talks about Conan. And uh, he shows a picture of Conan in his heyday when he was like the biggest thing in Mexico. And he gets one of Conan's masks, which uh, he had been demasked when he went to, I don't know, go to America or whatever. Uh, and then they set it on fire. Very disrespectful. Very disrespectful. Wow. Um, and then uh, let's see here. There was a Falaba KM bit, which is kind of funny. KM told Falaba I need to get revenge for something that was done to them. Probably Austin Aries. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Kira Hogan and Ali took on Sue Young and the undead maid of honor, who I'm not sure who that is, but I know it's one of Sue Young's zombies, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. I forget who won this one. Wow, oh, Kira and Ali won. That was a lot in one show. And then, wait, where's the next bit of this? Where, what the hell? What was the main event? It was Moose and Killer Cross versus uh, Johnny Impact and uh, Eddie Edwards, I think. And I'll be honest, I was kind of relying on these damn results to give to tell me what happened because that's the only thing I didn't watch. Oh, okay. I'm kind of assuming the bad guys won. All right. Oh, wait, hold on. No, that's not it. Hold on. I'm going to get, get the... Uh, why right. don't you read the story right. about LAX? I'll read the story about LAX. It's from uh, PW Insider. Um, they are saying that uh, Impact is opening negotiations with LAX for a long-term deal. Um, quote... Conversation between the two sides began while Impact was in Mexico City for TV several weekends ago. Yeah, and bad guys won. Killer Cross and Moose went over. All right. Although they have yet to come to terms, the team's contract isn't is not uh, imminently up. PWInsider.com uh, is told, but the promotion is seeking to lock them and others from what we're told into longer term de- deals. So it seems like wisely they're realizing they may have turned a corner somewhat, at least creatively. Um, they know who their core acts are, mm-hmm. yeah. and they want to lock them up. Um, into longer term contracts so they don't go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Smart business from the gentleman over at Impact. LAX is good, man. They'd They're be, fantastic. They'd be wise to keep them around. We got to see them live front row, that yeah. match against Reno Scum. Yeah, that was really good. Really good stuff. Yes. So, yeah. Good really, really, really good stuff. And I like that this feud they're in with OGs right now is actually really good. Eddie Kingston is, he's a, he's a character. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I've never seen him in Impact, but just based on the couple hours he spent next to him. At Starcast, <laughs> you're on board, man. He 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 he's a funny dude. He's a funny dude. He's a really funny dude. <clears throat> All right, let's talk some uh, European wrestling. Steve Walter, um, Walter uh, seems like a lot of people's uh, top dream match to take on our H champion Adam Mayhem. Not Adam Mayhem's dream match. Doesn't seem like it. Um, you know, there was some rumors earlier this year around March or so that he uh, might be WWE bound. Oh yeah, when's that happening? When's, when's he going to debut? What? Because um, in an interview with The Mirror, this is what he had to say, quote, I don't know if I mentioned this, but being a part of the Raw or SmackDown roster is nothing I am interested in. Oh. I don't want to live in the U.S. I really like NXT, though. I think it's a great product filled with the best talent in the world and is focused on competition in the ring, which is something I enjoy. I don't want to say it will never happen because in wrestling, things change so quick. In wrestling, things change so quick. Well, just go to NXT then. Just don't go to main roster. Well, in this uh, Fightful uh, uh, article where I got this quote from, they, 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 I believe they suggested the idea maybe he'll sign with uh, NXT UK. Because then uh, if he does that deal, he can just be there for the TV tapings and is free to keep on working with WXW. That'd be interesting. You know, we've been wondering for a long time, who could Pete Dunne drop that belt to? Oh, Walter. If Walter Waltz is in there, oh, man. man, yeah, makes all the sense. It kind of does. In terms of having someone with some with the star power, someone on, on the same par with Pete Dunne. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I'll su- let me ask you this, though, hmm. and really think about this. What's in, it, what's in it for Walter? That he couldn't get without being that. About being uh, the United Kingdom champion? Well, here's the thing. We know, that, um, unless, unless the WWE would be willing to say, hey, we want to make a huge impact with, w, with NXT UK, so we're going to give Walter a lot more than what we've heard, kind of, through the grapevine. 
that the NXT UK roster well, he, is making? Here's the potential for him. It's not so much making more money than anybody else in the United Kingdom division. I just wonder if he has that United Kingdom title, whether he actually carries it with him to the show or not. If he's walking into these shows, both progress, I believe he's progress champion, plus United, uh, NXT United Kingdom champion. I mean, he could up his PO. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And just, have, you know, granted, he'll, it'll be NXT. That's still WWE. You're still a WWE champion. Is there, is there, so I, as a fan, I would love it, obviously. Oh, yeah. When he talks about NXT, obviously he's not talking about NXT UK because they're two different things. We have no idea what NXT UK really yeah. is. Yeah. But, you know, when he says all the talent around the world, that's totally true with NXT and they take a lot of time with their matches. Mm-hmm. I just, I wonder if he would think of that as, you know, it's like, yeah, I have no interest in going Raw or SmackDown. I really like NXT. I wonder if there would be like a pride thing. Like, why would I go to like the lower version of NXT? Well, I mean, what I gather from this and I've heard when Melzer first talked about him, uh, the rumors he heard about Walter going to NXT, um, it was that he he didn't want to leave Europe. Yeah, sure. So I don't know if it's a matter of that so much just not wanting to move yeah away from home if he i'll put it this way i guess i'll put it this way if yeah if he viewed nxt uk as simply another promotion where he can get paid to fight um and carry the title and, and not be locked down to it and expand his name and not be locked down to it still be able to do everything else why not and if wwe was smart they'd pay him what he wants mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i guess yeah and that's hey that's a flipping name to take that title off pete dunn at the same time though I wonder if WWE, from their standpoint, if they'd be like, well, God, we'd want him to come up to NXT. Like, what would you rather have? A guy who's your mainstay in NXT UK who you'd want desperately to be in NXT and then WWE main roster, but he's not going to because he doesn't want to leave? Mm-hmm. Like, would you want to deal with that? Or would you just be fine if he wants to stay there? Or there is there is a middle road there where you, that's the, the, the premise under which you sign him, that he's there to carry that territory. Yeah. But who's to say in three, four, five years, even less time than that, he doesn't change his mind. You bring him in to try to convince him. And you know, like, we, trade, we, like when they trade, you got, you got a player who's only got like a year left on his contract. And it's like, well, I don't want to be traded to Milwaukee. Well, we're going to do it anyways and, and see if he'll stay. Yeah. You know, see if we can get But there's it. also the idea, you know, we've seen Pete Dunne, even Tyler Bate, show up on NXT television while United Kingdom champion. Mm-hmm. I think if you're, just because you're in NXT UK doesn't preclude you from ever being on NXT North America. No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if he, if Walter doesn't want to because he doesn't want to leave Europe. Well, I would hope that he would some verbiage in his contract <laughs> saying that they just can't do that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if he signs a deal like Tony Storm did, which yeah. is strictly for the United Kingdom division, yeah, and she has, has to work their dates, and so long as no other dates conflict with, mm-hmm. like the WWE dates take precedent, yeah, and so long as she's in book dates that conflict with those, she's free to do whatever else she wants to. Yeah, I think that'd be great. That'd I be just, awesome. I, I kind of wonder if WWE, WWE likes people. I feel like they sign talent. Walter, to me, comes off as a very disciplined man in his principles. I don't want to leave Europe. You could be a massive star in WWE. I don't really want to do that. Okay. Um, WWE likes people who really want to be in WWE. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I wonder if they'd, yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be great if he was, though. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Yeah. A lot of it depends on how they run NXT UK, too. Sure. Yeah. Which we don't know anything about. We don't know anything about it. We didn't know anything about it. Haven't seen any of the taping stuff yet. Um, let's talk about Joey Janela. He really tore his knee up. Oh, this is sad. Yeah. This is so overwhelming. About a sad. week or so ago, we caught word that uh, during a top rope spot, he was jumping off the top rope in a match against psychosis. I guess he landed awkwardly, hurt his knee. Um, he posted a video on Twitter detailing the injuries he suffered, which will apparently require roughly 10 months of, of recuperation and rehabilitation. Yeah. Um, is across both legs too. So this is what we got: a PCL tear, whether it be partial or complete. Uh, MCL tear, complete. Um, there's some sort of fraction fracture of the medial femoral condyle. I don't know what that is. Mild bone contusion on the lateral tibial plateau, 
lateral. That's is that inside? No, outside. Shit, if I know. Sprain of the fibular collateral ligament, partial tear of the medial patellofemoral ligament. Oh, that's the kneecap. That's the patella tendon. ACL sprain, small knee effusion. Yeah, so he's got some jacked up knees. God damn it. That sucks. Yeah. That really sucks. Yeah. But, you know, he'll be back. Yeah. Ten months or so. Yeah. Eight, I'm ten months. Buy some of his t-shirts. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> and, you know, on top of that, I, I do. I wonder if he has, all, he has all that time. I wonder if maybe he can do a couple more Joey Janelle spring breaks. I think there's one on tap for uh, Mania Weekend in New York. Okay. There you go. And by then, that'll be, what, seven months? Yeah. He might. Yeah. He won't be ready ready for ring action, but he mm-hmm. should be up and walking around fine by then. You would think so. Yeah, it sucks with these with like with these indie guys, man. It's like, well, I didn't. The first thing I think was like, how is he going to pay for this? Does he have health insurance? Yeah, I know. That's the first thing that pops in my mind because surgery alone is going to cost a ton of money. Not mm-hmm. to mention rehab. Yeah, I would think. I, I would think that these guys would have health insurance, would, right? I, I'd hope so. Jeez. Yeah, it'd be rough if they didn't. Mm-hmm. I can pay for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you watch Lucha Underground? I didn't get a chance to. Oh, but I'm gonna start doing that next week. All right. Nonetheless, here are results. Uh, first match: Jack Evans versus Mil Mortis. Uh, Mil Mortis went over it with Wrath of the Gods. Okay. Um, uh, next, we have Reptile Tribe. I'm not familiar with them. <laughs> versus Exolicious. Eva Leith and Joey Ryan to match for the trio's title. Oh. Uh, Joey Ryan taps out to one member of the Reptile Tribe's cross-arm breaker. Joey, but he did that just so he could sell more merchandise. Mm. He says when you when you lose, they have more sympathy for you, you at, at the merchandise. They'll buy the merch. Yeah. Uh, in a handicap match, we saw Drago and Aerostar take on Jake Strong. And who Jake Strong is? Yeah, man. The, the Jake, uh, no, Jack Swagger. Yep. Swagger. And he went over with strong lock. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I love Drago. I love Drago, though. Yeah, his gear is awesome. It's amazing. And Arrow's, oh, Arrow stars that dude with all the LEDs. Mm-hmm. I love him. Main event, saw it was a fatal four-way to determine new number one contender, Lucha Underground title. We had Pentagon Jr. versus El Dragon Azteca versus King Cuerno versus Mil Mortis. Mil pulling double duty. Um, <laughs> Penta goes over after pinning what? <laughs> he had two matches in one night. I think it's funny. Uh Pentagon pins Mill after a flying Canadian destroyer. What? What is a flying Canadian destroyer? I don't know. Destroyer? The recap I said described it as that way. <laughs> a flying. We'll look it up when we're done. Yeah, I might watch it. So wait, oh, that... we don't have internet here. We can't do it. Right now. <laughs> yeah, that airs on El Rey Network. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Does it stream anywhere after the fact? Probably. I you used to be able to get them on iTunes. Oh yeah yeah yeah. They have passed a couple past seasons on Netflix. Do they have a what for like the new stuff? No, past seasons. Oh, past. Seasons. Oh, I thought you said I thought you like a season past type thing. No, past, 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 past seasons. Okay. Yeah, sounds great. Um, yeah, I might have checked that out. I just have like seventy-five episodes of uh, Luke Chung Grandma DVR. <laughs> That's so daunting, man. I know. That's why I just got to start fresh. <laughs> I know. I'm going to start doing that too. We got no internet. This is so infuriating. I did put up a question thread. Oh, good. I was going to. I did do that. that. I was hoping that 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 did happen. Let's go to that. Yes, please. Posts. Seven. We have seven comments. God bless these people. Cool. Who's who are the. Oh, man. Can't say enough good things about this guy. See, I put this up on the Patreon. One dollar a month. Joshua, the dynamic Knight Martinez. Yes. He's my man. Uh, Do you see Joey Janela signing with WWE? He says, if so, how soon? Um, well, it's going to be at least 10 months. So I'll say this. His, yeah, it'll be. His, so like, I sort of liken him a little bit to, uh, well, I guess a little bit. Like Joey Ryan, we kind of think that his like dick flipping stuff probably wouldn't fly. No, not at all. In NXT. Not at all. Joey Janela doesn't do anything that's like so over the top. I don't think that like character wise, no. Character wise, yeah. He does all, all sorts of stuff over the top with his body, which he wouldn't be able to do in no. NXT. But he is a hell of a character. Yes. Um, let me ask you this. And he's young, isn't he? I think so. Um, get once he recuperates, give him a little more seasoning. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think he could be a Dean Ambrose type, a guy that could do some of the more hardcore stuff? For a while, and then transition to more traditional wrestling. 
Because character-wise, I think if he were to go to NXT, I mean, he's a smaller dude, so he'd probably end up on 205 Live. Um, or in NXT, um, if, if he focused more so on his character work and not so much on all the crazy spots. Um, oh, he's look, dude. Look, after this, he's going to have to. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you can't do too much of this stuff. You can't. Well, it's, 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 it's kind of interesting that uh, of all the crazy stuff we've seen and heard, him, or heard of him doing, he busts up his knee just doing like a top rope kind of a crossbody type deal. Yeah. Compared to a lot of other stuff he's done. Oh, no, I know. I this know. is run of the mill. So he's 29, so he's approaching NXT age. I would have figured he's like 25. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All you need is a personality. Mm-hmm. You know, he took a donut. Him and Penelope yeah. Ford both took donuts from our booth yeah. at Starcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, Punishment Martinez was a reluctant nay. Yeah. Joey Janela, Penelope Ford, yays. Yeah. They seem very pleasant. Yeah, they were really pleasant people. He was walking like after yeah, that. It was a day after All In, yeah. You, you can tell he was sore. Fat Bastard Champ Alex Foster. Larson, if you got into Suzuki Goon, oh, yeah. would you put in a good word for Steve? No. No? You don't have the ingredients for Suzuki Goon. Get out of here. I'm not grumpy enough. You're Taguchi Japan all the way. Fuck you. <laughs> How about that? Christian Womble. <laughs> what the hell? Look, I asked for non-WWE wrestling questions. Not. He says, top five Marvel Universe movies. <laughs> uh, minor, Guardians of the Galaxy so Volume 2. No. Number one is Infinity War. Then is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Then is, uh, oh, no, no. Then is, no. No. Thor Ragnarok, number one. Infinity War, number two. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, number three. Spider-Man Homecoming, number four. And uh, Iron Man 1, number five. Uh, KJ. Uh, Hey, friendos. KJ from NY. Back on the Patreon. Hey, good to see you. Anyways, if you guys were to swap hobbies and uh, make a profession out of it, Steve becoming a sneakerhead and Larson writing comics, which you think would be more successful? Oh, you'd be way more successful. I don't think so. Because number one, how much money can you really make being a sneakerhead? Well, if you can somehow parlay that into designing shoes, you can make a good chunk of money. You can get hired by Nike or Adidas or Puma or something like that to design shoes for them. If we were both to make professions out of it, I think that you would probably do better writing comics. I'm not sure I'd have a design eye for shoes. Oh, all right. And you've got good story ideas. Yeah, I guess. Writing comics. I don't ever write any of them down. Yeah. Well, you just have to do, you'd get paid to do that now. Oh, okay. Well, if I can make a dollar and a cent doing it, I guess I'd kind of have to do it. Yeah. Stowaway bear any second now. Ooh, listen to this question from Cameron Bortolazzo. That's a good name. If you could book a gauntlet match of five competitors for the H title, who would be in it? Who would go over? And what would the order be? And man, I know what you're going to say. Adam Mayhem comes out first, survives all four. Yeah. And wins. Absolutely. Retains. Yeah. Who are the other four then? Walter's last. Oh, man. Wow. Uh, we'll both agree on that, but Walter goes over in the end. No, Adam Mayhem. He's Hayes champion and WWE champion, UK champion. So first, it would be Adam Mayhem versus Shane Strickland. Oh, that's good. That's what he wants. Um, mayhem goes over after after uh, Shane Strickland will do number so it's mayhem first Shane Strickland they're the first two somebody else somebody else Walter yeah okay we just need one minute this one's Cobb okay Cobb comes oh out because gosh. it's like Cobb and it's like oh my god who else could it be how about this talk about a level boss how, no how about this Brian Cage Cobb, and then Walter. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Mayhem goes over. Anybody but Mayhem goes over. Uh, hour and a half long match. Mayhem see goes we over. Have any, uh, let's see here. Uh, who is this? The official IWGP Friendoverse. I'm guessing, is this Cody Miles? I don't know who this or is. Zach, IWGP? It might be Zach Friendoverse? S. Yeah, I don't know. Zach, I don't know. I can't. I don't have internet. Yeah, I don't know where you're interested. Yeah. What is the ceiling of Darby Allen? I'm not familiar enough, but I've seen enough to know that um, if WWE, I mean, I guess I could say IWGP Junior because I, I think that's higher than 205 Live Champion, 
But I think 205 Live Champion is a pre- is is possible also. I freaking love him. I think he's great. I think his personality is so engaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally, the Aussie Architect. That's right. Your thoughts on the Hello Wembley card? Oh yeah. Let's. Uh, Hello Wembley happens t- uh, today. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I might check that out. Uh, the card looks great. Here we go. Uh, updated card. World Championship Progress World Championship match. The champion Walter versus Tyler Bate. Who goes over? Walter goes over. Walter wins. That's going to be a hell of a match. Yeah, Tyler man. Bate's going to have hamburger chest. Oh yeah. Progress Women's Championship match. Ginny. Oh, this is going to be oh, good. Oh, the triple threat. Ginny, Tony Storm, and... Millie McKenzie. Yeah. She's totally winning. Yeah. Because Tony Storm and Ginny are probably... Yeah, probably. They're, they're, they're done with that. All right, yeah. That's a, that's a good call. Millie McKenzie is going to be the new Progress Women's Champion. Progress Tag Team Championship match. Two teams start. A new team enters the match every two minutes. If a member of a team is pinned, submitted, or disqualified, his team is eliminated. The last hams team standing with so it's a gauntlet man. yeah flamita and bandito are the champions the 198 which is flash morgan webster and wild boar mike hitchman versus grizzled young veterans zach gibson and james drake aussie open which is mark davis and kyle fletcher the calamari thatch kings chris brooks and timothy thatcher the anti-fun police chief deputy dunn and los federales santos jr Connor Mills and Maverick Mayhew, and then uh, Sexy Star, which is Jack Sexsmith and David Starr. Oh, wow. Does it say who's entering first? It does not. Uh, either Flamita and Bandito will retain. In I, a, aren't they going to be first? Maybe. Oh, I don't know. Champions don't always enter first. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to give it to I so the, the the small amount of progress I've seen um I'm going to give it to the anti-fun police. All right. The the crowd I think really loves to hate Chief Deputy Dunn and Los Federales. They're kind of a comedy act. Yeah, that's a, that's a good. I'm a, I'm going to say sexy star though. They're good. They're yeah. real, I love they're really they're good. They're really good. David Starr we saw him at that WCPW he's show great. and he's outstanding. I've seen I've seen them. I think I've seen that match, the Sexy Star versus the guys at the Anti-Fun Police. Yeah. And it was just it was just loads of fun. Yeah. So yeah, one of those teams. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Progress Atlas Championship match. Doug Williams the champion versus Trent Seven. If Williams loses, he retires. I think he's, he's hella old, isn't he? Yeah. But I'll say I'll say he he wins. This is a big deal. So yeah. either it's a feel-good moment or it's a feel-good retirement moment. I say Trent Seven wins. I'll go with uh, Doug Williams. Meanwhile, also, Pete Dunn versus I- Ilya Dragunov? Oh, yeah, he's a German wrestler. Or he wrestles for, I think, WXW. Mm-hmm. Did. He came out of retirement to have a match with Walter. I heard it was really good a while back. Pete Dunn wins. Yeah, Pete Dunn wins. And then finally, uh, oh, no, there's a couple more. Matt Riddle versus Mark Haskins. Mark Haskins is Matt Riddle's like last indie match. Good point. Tables, ladders, chairs match. Mark Andrews versus Eddie Dennis. I'm going for Eddie Dennis. I'll go Mark Can't Andrews. Stand that Mark Andrews theme song, man. And a no DQ match. Jimmy Havoc versus Paul Robinson. I've never bet against Jimmy Havoc in a no DQ match. Or maybe you do. Maybe he loses a lot in these hardcore that's matches. What was, that's what I was thinking. Paul Robinson. <laughs> Paul Robinson it is. I'm Anyways. excited to check that out. Maybe we'll uh, maybe Saturday I'll, I'll watch that. No, Sunday. Sunday, right? Saturday or Sunday? I think it was Sunday. Same day as uh, same day. Holy crap! Fighting Spirit Unleashed, I believe thirtieth, right? Uh, I think it's I think it's I think it's today. I think it's Saturday. Okay, I think it is the 29th or thirtieth. Uh, doesn't say. Oh, here we go. WWE previewed it. Yeah, that's right. WWE.com had a preview. Oh, on that's it. funny. And it's funny because thirtieth. It's the thirtieth. Oh, okay. So Sunday. There's an ad for it. There, I'm sorry. So WWE profiled it, right? And it's like, oh man, how do I watch this? The very bottom, there's a. Don't miss out. Get your free month of W. This is not on the network. Get out of here. Oh my goodness. It's nice not on try, the WWE. Good try, Vince. Good try. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. Anyways, uh, that's it. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Bye.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.